0: Voters who watched the debate tonight saw comparatively little of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis early on and said much of the initial focus and criticism was directed toward first-time candidate Vivek Ramaswamy, who also got considerable time to answer. Here's a portion which seemed to set the tone. Ramaswamy and former Vice President Pence.
1: Vivek, you recently said uh, a president can't do everything. Well, I got news for you, Vivek, I've been in the hallway, I've been in the West Wing. A president of the United States has to confront every crisis facing America. I will put our nation back on the path to growth and prosperity and restore fiscal responsibility. This isn't that complicated, guys.
2: Unlock American energy, drill, frack, burn coal, embrace nuclear. Put people back to work by no longer paying them more to stay at home. Reform the U.S. Fed, stabilize the U.S. dollar, and go to war. The only war that I will declare as U.S. president will be the war on the federal administrative state that is the source of those toxic regulations acting like a wet blanket on the economy. So I'm not sure I exactly understood Mike Pence's comment, but I'll let you all parse that out. For me, it's pretty simple. That's something a U.S. president can do with focus, and I'll deliver on it. Well,
1: let me explain it to you. Let me explain it to you, if I can. I'll go slower this time.
2: You know, I I sometimes struggle with the reading comprehension. Look, I was a a
1: House conservative (laughs) leader before it was cool. I balanced budgets and cut taxes when I was governor. I mean, look, Joe Biden has weakened this country at home and abroad. Now is not the time for on-the-job training. We don't need to bring in a rookie. We don't need to bring in people without experience.
2: Now that everybody's gotten their memorized, pre prepared slogans out of the way, we can actually have a real discussion now. The, the, the reality <laughs> and the fact of the matter is Is that one of yours? Uh, not not mm-hmm. really, Mike, actually. Yeah. We're just going to have some fun tonight. And the reality is you have a bunch of people, professional politicians, super PAC puppets, following slogans handed over to them by their 400 page super PACs last week. The real choice we face in this primary is this. Do you want a super PAC puppet, or do you want a patriot who speaks the truth? Do you want incremental reform, which is what you're hearing about, or do you want revolution? Okay. And I stand on the side of the American the revolution. Gotta-
0: Some of what the Republican candidates said tonight in Milwaukee. Joining me here, CNN senior political commentator David Axelrod, CNN's John King and Abby Phillip, also CNN political commentators Elizabeth Warren Griffin, Scott Jennings, and David Urban. Uh, let's just go around kind of first impressions David Urban, let's start with you.
3: Well, you know, I, I think tonight proves that you don't need Donald Trump to be in a debate to have a shit show there, right? So, I mean, it was complete train wreck. I love I think the after
1: hours. The, I,
3: I think <laughs> the moder- <laughs> it's cable. Um, uh, the moderators, I think, didn't do a great job controlling the crowd. I think, you know, a, a lot of the candidates were s- stepping on one another. It, you know, I don't remember which candidate said, like, America people don't want to hear this. They want to hear people argue. They want to hear policies. They want to hear ideas. This is a chance to put things forward. And I think... Um, a lot of the folks did a great disservice to their own candidacies by just, um, you know, talking too much about things that don't matter. They want to talk uh, directly to the people. I think the big winner tonight was uh, Vig Ramaswamy, who kind of took up most of the time of the debate. Mm. Scott? I think what surprised me most was Nikki Haley supplanting Chris Christie as the principal anti-Trump foil in this primary. I did not expect that. Uh, but she came out. I think she was the first candidate to go after Trump. She went after him on a couple of issues. You uh, know, she's she's probably the most polished politician in the field, and it showed. I mean, she was ready for the debate stage. Uh, I thought DeSantis held his own. And by the way, we're going to show
0: we're going to show a lot of the debate, yep. a lot of the clips and the exchanges, and we'll show that in a minute. But we'll just quickly go around and get it.
3: I thought DeSantis held his own. I thought Ramaswamy had some interesting moments, although his act to me wore thin. As the night wore on. I mean, everybody loves the thirty-eight year old rich guy who says, you know, it's not that complicated. I mean, it, of course, it's just it's just being president of the of the free world. I mean, it's not that complicated. Uh, I thought everybody else was honestly a non factor. Chris Christie was flat, Tim Scott was a senator, which is not great in a debate format. Bergam and Asa, God bless him. I don't you know. Uh but uh but Uh, I think Haley and... and, Oh, and Mike Pence far outkicked his coverage tonight.
4: That was... my, My sense was Nikki Haley was the winner of the night. I think if you're trying to pull for the sort of alternative to Trump who can get mainstream Republicans and win a general election, she did that. I think she really took Vivek to the woodshed on foreign policy and that it's not easy to be the leader of the free world. Pence surprised me, and he shouldn't, because I worked for Pence, and he's the most experienced in terms of debates on a debate stage against Tim Kaine, against Vice President Harris. Um, I actually think that Vivek Ramaswamy's sort of smugness and sort of antagonistic approach brought out this righteous indignation in Pence that you don't always see. He can sometimes fall flat. So I I would expect... You definitely saw that in got my He got pants. under his
0: skin.
5: Yeah. He
4: got for, under his skin. Sure. I think you'll yeah. see a bump for Vivek from the DeSantis supporters, but I think you'll see a bump for Nikki Haley.
5: I thought that there was so much theatrics uh, on the stage, and some of that is intentional. It seems to me that so many of the candidates, incred- including all the ones that we were just talking about, they needed to prove tonight that they were fighters, and so they had to pick someone to fight with. A lot of them picked Vivek Ramaswamy because he's sort of the newbie and he, ha- he does have this sort of smugness that, apparently, Rubs Mike Pence really the wrong way. But uh, people without Trump on that stage really needed to show that they could put up a fight and give as good as they can take. And that seemed to me to be the big takeaway. And I was also, like Alyssa said, a little bit surprised because Pence, that's not really his demeanor. But talking to his advisors coming into this debate, I could sense that they were preparing him to really take it to some folks. And I think we saw him do that. Mike Pence
0: spent four years with somebody who said it's not complicated. And now he's stuck on a stage
1: next to somebody
5: else. And and maybe that's why thing. he's so annoyed. I don't
1: know. Look, the biggest question is: Can somebody take the party away from Donald Trump? He was not there tonight, but Donald Trump is the far away, far away, far away, far away, far away. I could go on. Front runner, um, no front runner with a lead that he has right now has ever been beat. Now. Anything can happen. But I think the proof there, watching Ramaswamy, who is slogan after slogan after slogan, there's not a lot of depth there. Maybe he fills that in as the campaign goes on, give him the benefit of the doubt. But the establishment politicians were so frustrated by him, just like they were frustrated by Donald Trump in 2016. He was essentially Trump's fill-in tonight in that stage. And the reaction in the room tells you it is going to be very difficult to take the party away from Donald Trump. That's what every one of those candidates is trying to do. Ramaswamy was his proxy tonight. And the crowd loved it. Yeah, I I agree with that. I would have to say that, you know, people asked beforehand, was it a gamble for Trump not to be there? I don't think it was a gamble, but if it was a gamble, he won big tonight, I think, because of what John said. He is in control of this race, and the only way that he can lose this race is if someone consolidates all the rest of the party behind them. Ron DeSantis's whole candidacy was premised on that he was that guy, and he's been sliding consistently since he got into the race. This was supposed to be his chance to reignite his supporters. I think he had some, you know, energetic, well-rehearsed answers to some things. Whenever he got into sticky wickets, though, he looked weak and equivocating and like a politician. And you know, one of the strengths of a Ramaswamy and a and a, and a, and a Trump is that they're not politicians. Uh, so uh, I don't, you know, I, I agree. Nikki Haley, I thought had had an excellent night. Let, and let's, she was strong. Let's take but, uh, a- but, I, but I do think that uh, for Trump's project. I think they come out of there no less divided uh, than they were before, and there's no one emerging as his principal opponent.
0: Let's take a look at the the Nikki Haley confrontation with uh, Vivek Ramaswamy because that definitely got a lot of attention tonight.
4: The American president needs to have moral clarity. They need to know the difference between right and wrong. They need to know the difference between good and evil. When you look at the situation with Russia and Ukraine, here you have a pro American country that was invaded by a thug. So when you want to talk about what has been given to Ukraine, less than three and a half percent OF OUR DEFENSE BUDGET HAS BEEN GIVEN TO UKRAINE. IF YOU LOOK AT THE PERCENTAGES PER GDP, 11 OF THE EUROPEAN COUNTRIES HAVE GIVEN MORE THAN THE U.S. UKRAINE IS THE FIRST LINE OF DEFENSE FOR US. AND THE PROBLEM THAT Vivek DOESN'T UNDERSTAND IS HE WANTS TO HAND UKRAINE TO RUSSIA. HE WANTS TO LET CHINA EAT TAIWAN. HE WANTS TO GO AND STOP FUNDING ISRAEL. YOU DON'T DO THAT TO FRIENDS. WHAT YOU DO INSTEAD IS YOU HAVE THE BACKS OF YOUR FRIENDS. UKRAINE IS A FRONT LINE OF defense. Putin has said, "If Russia once Russia takes Ukraine, Poland and the Baltics are next. That's a world war. We're trying to prevent war. Look at what Putin did today. He killed Prigozhin. When I was at the UN, the Russian ambassador suddenly died. This guy is a murderer, and you are choosing a murderer over over a okay. pro-American country." First of, all, first of all first
2: of all Mr. Ramaswamy you have 30 seconds Mr. Jesse you know, Governor Nikki, DeSantis, I wish DeSantis. you well in your future career on the boards of Lockheed and Raytheon you know, I'm not on but the, the boards fact of, of Lockheed the matter, and Raytheon a, and you know you had came off of it but you've been pushing this you know lie you've been pushing this lie all week Nikki. you want Nikki.
4: to go and defund Israel That's, you want to Okay get let me address that I'm glad you, you brought want that up I'm going to address each of those right now
2: this is the false he lies of a America
4: professional politician. Saying, there you have it. the your watch, so you make reality America, is, less of, you have no me, foreign policy experience, and it shows. And you know what? The, the foreign
0: policy
5: experience. That-, that was a moment. I mean, that was yeah. a real moment. And look, Nikki Haley's whole mantra is, I don't back down to bullies. And she had to show that in that moment, that she could come back at Vivek and, frankly, talk louder than him, um, which... You know, and sometimes... Fluster, I, I can and say that as a, as a woman, sometimes that's not always the easiest thing to do. Uh, but uh, but she's raising something about the policy here that is really an issue for Ramaswamy, which is that he is putting on the table policies that even in this sort of America First Republican Party, there is not a lot of support for. Um, this idea that she raised about uh, kind of pulling back from support for Israel is not popular among Republican voters. And sometimes it seems like he puts those things on the table just to say, well, I'm going to throw out the idea that no one's going to talk about. But on the debate stage, that's when you get called out for things like that.